This program is sponsored in part by Franchising.com. You can own your own business today. Visit Franchising.com. This is Small Biz Spotlight, featuring up-close interviews with small business leaders and entrepreneurs across America. And now, here's your host, David Wolf. David Timlin has served as CEO for Yakety Yak Wireless since February of 07, and in January of 2009, he purchased the company. Yakety Yak has received recognition as one of the fast 55 franchises by Franchise Times, one of the top 500 franchises in Entrepreneur Magazine's annual 500 list, and one of the fastest growing private companies in Orange County, California, by the Orange County Business Journal. Joining us on the line from Newport Beach, California, to tell us more about Yakety Yak, its business model, and about the emerging telecom paradigm shift is Dave Timlin. David, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, David. What is the telecommunications paradigm shift? Well, it's been going on a long time, but more specifically for the last, for the past, I'd say, five to ten years. Uh, I've been doing this longer than I care to admit on a, on, in an interview, but uh, back in the day when these phones were, they didn't work so great. There wasn't a lot of... Um, there, there wasn't a lot of reception when you did use them. The phones were very expensive. The bills were very expensive, upwards of $1,000 for the phone. You, there was, you didn't know uh, where the lines were drawn. You just knew that you were getting a big bill and you were paying for long distance. Um, and, and oftentimes, they could be very scary. So, you know, literally, we would crawl up on the back of a trunk for, uh, and blow a hole in your new car for, for a wireless phone that would be hardwired into a car back in the day. So yeah, I remember that. So changed a lot. Yes, I had one of those. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and not to mention the cool factor where we finally got to this big phone we used to call a brick, where we put a leather case on it, it ran down your knee. Um, you throw a, a six-inch <laughs> antenna on there and a battery, and you're carrying around a briefcase on your hip. Uh, but things have changed, and and certainly, you know, years ago you, we went to uh, bundling, and I think that's what changed the industry most. It allowed a service and a product to be packaged together, and that really brought down the pricing and really brought the general consumer to the marketplace for wireless phones. And since then, you know, we saw we saw huge increases in the amount of folks coming. We are to the point now where I believe that we are in a saturated free phone marketplace. Uh, without going on to all the mess that's happened over the last 20 years. Um, I'd say a few years back, most people expected to go and get in and get a free phone. Um, I believe that's the part of the marketplace that is tapped. Uh, there is, there is, uh, there's still some free phones out there, but really we live, in an unt- we live in a tapped free phone marketplace. And where the big paradigm shift is, we lived in an untapped technology marketplace. We're seeing smartphones go through the roof from BlackBerry to the new Palm Pre and certainly the iPhone, which I think really got most people's attention over the past few years. It's really a platform uh, environment now, meaning what can I customize to my phone that works for me current day? And I think that's the biggest part of the paradigm shift. We're going to see a lot more to come, but phones today are our phone books, our calendars, our cameras, our video cameras, our photo albums, text messaging, you name it, alarm clock, radio, television vision, banking, everything is available or almost everything's available on our phones now and that's a growing part of the growing segment of the industry that's going to continue to blossom and grow beyond the same way that it grew from that big brick you carried on your on your leg um, to what we expect now, you know, is the size of your wallet or smaller. That's a great overview. Let's dig deeper into the Yakety Yak wireless model. Uh, what is your business model? Tell us all about your company. Well, we started, when I say we, the prior owners started about 10 years ago. Um, 
during during the beginning of, of what I feel is the paradigm shift that we just referred to. And it was really back in the day where you could build it and they would come. Um, and, you know, I have the utmost respect for entrepreneurs, especially being one. Um, you, you know, they, they started out with a handful of stores. They did very well. They started um, consulting and then licensing and then franchising stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, again, it was back in the day when you build it when they would come. When I came to the company, um, to be frank, we had a lot of changes to make, and, and we made them. Uh, we went, we now have five weeks of training. A lot of this is very hands-on or boots on the ground, if you will. Um, it is not the same industry that, that Yakety Yak started with. And we certainly, they certainly had their share of challenges, and, and so did I when uh, we set forth to create what the model is today. So the model is today, we, we certainly don't want uh, folks to come aboard thinking they just got the American dream. If, if oftentimes, uh, what can happen when you get a single store, um, no matter how well you do, is, is that walls can close in on you. It's certainly the, the most challenging job you've ever had, it, probably a lot less money than what you're used to as you build your business, no matter what the brand is uh, on the building outside. Yeah. So what we wanted to do was create a situation where uh, folks could not just survive, but they could flourish. And the only way to do that in this marketplace, in this paradigm shift, uh, is be very, very nimble. So in most cases, we bring folks on and we create a situation where they're getting large territories um, at not necessarily a large investment out of the gate and build timelines to build out their locations. Uh, our niches include um, repair, flash, uh, unlock, um, buy, sell, and trade uh, pre-used and refurbished phones, um, recycling phones. Oftentimes, as a result, we can be the only game in town. We don't want to be that mom and pop with a crooked banner out front and a bullet hole in the window. Yeah. And we certainly don't want to be uh, what many would perceive as a corporate door where you've only got one choice uh, and you stand in line for 20 or 30 minutes and you're greeted by a person that's that's uh, making 12 or $15 an hour with a clipboard to make you feel more comfortable about that weight. Um, we're right between the two, uh, and we want to give people choices. We want to be the best we can be within a one to five mile radius across the nation in each one of our locations. So we're gonna we have relationships across the country. We're gonna pick the best provider providers because we can be exclusive or multi carrier that work best within that one to five mile radius, along with all of our niches. So it's really vested owners that give customers a choice that understand that this is not a free phone market anymore. It's a technology market where we can teach people the different platforms and how they can use them and customize them specific to their life, uh, along with ways to keep that phone working and active. Because let me ask you a question. Can you be with your without your phone for more than a day? Absolutely not. That's the paradigm shift, and that's the environment we live in. Um, and I believe customers, uh, especially in the United States, uh, definitely need choices. And if anything was going to define our niche, it would be those choices mm. and our ability to, to not only train them um, and give them live training, but, but I personally go out to to all of our new owners, um, and we pick out the real estate together, and you know we, we meet the local talent and make sure that we're doing the very best and being the very best that we can be for a specific area right down to a one to five mile radius. We're visiting with David Timlin. He's the CEO of Yakety Yak Wireless, that website, www.yakitup.com, Y-A-K-I-T-U-P. Com. David, you've got two franchise opportunities that you're offering. One is the traditional brick-and-mortar retail, and the other, uh, more recently added, I understand, is a business and a business opportunity. What is that? Uh, the, 
business and the business opportunity is something we've worked on for the last couple of years. In line with our model, we want to be as nimble as we can possibly be. Uh, we want to be able to change no matter what, whether we have uh, an exclusive or a multi-carrier, uh, we want to be able to change with the industry. In order to do that, uh, obviously we had to create a very nimble model, and I believe it's, it's one, if not the only, of its kind. Um, but the most exciting piece of that that we've worked on for years and have just recently launched is the Express model. And as you said, it's a business in a business. What it's designed to do uh, is allow us to come to market faster than just about anybody else, be it corporate or franchise, with less expense, investment, and capital than you'd normally need in a traditional brick and mortar. Cool. Because what we want to do is we want to co-brand with existing businesses. Uh, we want to use we want to co-brand and cross the traffic. We can build one of these things really within, you know, we can get it ready within a few weeks and we can have it built in less than a day um, without the traditional permitting and general contractors that are needed for brick and mortar. And we can be whatever footprint um, we need to be within a, an, a, an, an, a business that's already in business and cross traffic that fast. Uh, so it, it allow it's, it's, by the way, one of the best builds that I've ever seen. We work with a company called FC Dotson. They're amazing. Um, it took us about a year to really make this completely modular. We can go down to eight feet on a floor uh, and, and as far as you want to go. We can even start with, you know, a small build inside a business and, and slowly build that as the business builds with inside, within that location. And the beauty of the Express is also that we can also be the co-brand or we can also be the mainstay of the co-brand, meaning we can be a yakety yak and have a business inside of us. It also allows us a smaller square footage uh, in many of these centers that we go in, uh, meaning we can go to, because of our niches and because of the two different kinds of builds that work together with brick and mortar and express, we can go down as low as, as six or 800 square feet versus the traditional 1,000 to 1,500 square feet, which is also saving money. Saving money, obviously, uh, for owners, makes money. Wow. I've never heard of anything like this, and it's, it is quite original and quite unique. Have you actually rolled it out yet? Is it, is it going on? Absolutely. Uh, we, we needed to do a lot of testing before we did that. In fact, one of our, one of our owners uh, from a couple years back uh, out of Oklahoma, Samantha Benson, uh, she is on her fifth location uh, currently. And in fact, recently, uh, when we bought the company, she became a partner. Uh, so I think that she'd agree with us that we've, we've hit a part of the market in a niche uh, that definitely transcends what's happening in the marketplace today. Yes. So just to drill this down to a tactical level, you actually are partnering with existing businesses. It could be a food operation. It could be a, a hair salon. I mean, it could be really anything. Do I have that right, or is it different? Absolutely. I don't know that it would be a hair salon, uh, but, but yes, the existing businesses, uh, it's currently there's different kinds of providers out there from post-pay to prepaid, and just like the model, we want to pick what's best for a one to five mile radius. Uh, Samantha's a good example. Samantha has been in business with her father for years, uh, and they have cash stores. Um, so, and there's different demographics for where they have those cash stores, so we pick the best carriers, be it exclusive or multi, for those locations. But in her case, uh, you know, co-branding with those cash stores makes perfect sense. I mean, she sees thousands of customers a day through her stores. Uh, now, now they have a, a business inside a business where they can co-brand and, uh, and cross over all of that traffic. Uh, so the, the, 
if you'd asked me that question six months ago, I'd have said, well, you know, I'd, I'd have boxed it in a little bit and said, well, we're looking for these kinds of businesses. But as we continue to grow and, and get feedback and calls from potential owners, uh, it really sounds like sky's the limit for where we can go in existing businesses from small to large. I wanted to get your opinion on the, uh, the just the matter of, of contracts and the way they lock folks in. In fact, just this week, my wife and I were uh, shopping again. We've got contracts that we're in uh, with this one or that one to end next year sometime. How do you guys approach, the, I'll call it the brokering, of these different choices? Well, I mean, that, that's a terrific question. I think that a lot of folks out there are uh, pretty fed up with the contracts. Uh, exactly. I think that it's easy to you're signing that what feels like a mortgage um, in one of the worst economies since the depression uh, I think people forget that those phones are subsidized the reason you're getting those phones for you know 50 to two or three or four hundred dollars especially as smartphones really start to take the market uh, the reason you're getting them for those prices is because they're because you are getting into a contract for a couple of years so it's a bit of a give-and-take that said you know in our stores again we want to do what's best for a one to five mile radius so oftentimes if we're in a multi-carrier situation situation, we have options where you don't have to do contracts. And and moreover, we have options where if you're in a contract, for instance, and say you had that phone you just got, how much was that phone you bought? Well, the one I bought, I think it may have come, it, it was a huge package and it, it may have been free. But Yeah, which, which is, is not usually the case these days, but that same phone is probably around $200 if you bought it straight out, which I think a lot of people would be uncomfortable with, as during, especially during the paradigm shift as people get used to spending a lot more for their smartphones. But with that said, if you have to replace that phone while you're in contract, oftentimes you could be in a situation where you're spending a couple hundred dollars for that new phone. Wow. So what we have, again, to, to one of our major niches would be the repair, flash, unlock, uh, and, and the ability to, to, uh, for a, a consumer to buy a, a pre-used phone or a refurbished phone. So that same phone that you might have to replace for a couple hundred bucks, you may be able to replace with us for $50. Or we may be able to repair it when a lot of other folks, including where you bought it, may have to be in a situation where they have to turn you away, or even better, just send you to a yakety yak because we have the kind of niches that can take care of that phone um, for the long term versus just the just the time that you're you're signing what feels like a mortgage. Yeah, really a customer centric model you've developed there. The company's yakety yak wireless. Our guest has been David Timlin. He's the CEO of Yakety Yak. David, one uh, last question: What does the future look like for your enterprise? Well, I would. I would say, uh, if you can imagine me being short-winded, it definitely comes down to growth. Well, we've designed the model around no matter what happens in the marketplace, we want to be extremely nimble now and well into the future, the next 10 years. So we want to be nimble. We want, we want our model to remain nimble and market-ready, and we believe that we've designed the model for growth. Uh, I, I believe that if you stagnate in any market, especially the wireless market, as fast as it's, it's changing, um, that you're moving backwards. So in, in a word, growth. Uh, we want to bring in new owners, and, and we want to extend what we believe is the most exciting model out there uh, to everybody that... that uh, that has some business experience and some sales experience and we believe this is as good a marketplace for wireless as it was in its heyday 10 or 15 years ago. Very well said. Wonderful model. David Timlin, thanks for joining us. The, the website www.yakitup.com. I'll spell that Y-A-K-I-T-U-P.com. Yakitup.com. The company Yakityak Wireless. Thanks for joining us on the program. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Small Biz Spotlight, up-close interviews with small business leaders and entrepreneurs across America. For more information about our guests or to subscribe, 
visit smallbizamerica.com. Small Biz. Small Biz America.